Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Good morning. It is Monday, November 27th, five minutes after 10. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So over the weekend, 17 hostages held by Hamas and Gaza were released. This happened yesterday on Sunday. It did include the four-year-old Israeli-American Abigail Eden. Israel released 39 Palestinian prisoners in return. So that's, is that one American? One American. That's one, that's one and that's a dual citizenship, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So heck of a deal Biden got there for our country. Right. So this is the first uh, pause that they're experiencing in fighting. It began on Friday, and Biden said that he hopes that the current truce will be extended to allow more captives to be freed. And he has said that the pause will continue as long as Hamas keeps releasing hostages. Uh, Okay, but so this would be my question in a non-flippant, sincere manner is— what would be what would there be to stop Hamas from simply doing this again, right? If any time you can get somebody and you can put them up as a human shield, mm-hmm. and then you can get the Israeli and by default U.S. government, because we are daddy in this equation, which is why the situation is what it is, because we keep interfering. Wh- what would there be to stop them from just simply doing this over and over mm-hmm. and over and over again? Right. There, nothing. And what's to stop them from doing one hostage at a time? Well, ex- exactly. Today's one. And why are Tomorrow, we... Tomorrow, one. Why are we negotiating for the release of other countries' citizens? Why are we... Why are we not negotiating from the for the release of our own citizens? Mm-hmm. Does that make me a terrible person for saying, why did Joe Biden broker a deal where other people's citizens go ahead of ours? No, I think that, that you're putting America first. Yeah, because we, we don't. I mean, we don't have anything to do with this. I mean, that, that would have been the first thing you should have said is, look here, broskies. We don't have anything to do with this, but we're about to have something to do with this. Give us our people back or it's going to be really bad, really fast. If you think what Israel's about to do do to you is going to be bad, get ready, Bal. Mm -hmm. You're going to end for a problem. And you should be able to have those hostages that are Americans. You can prove our Americans released like that. Mm -hmm. And then we'll sort out the rest. But as usual, everybody goes ahead of us and our people go last. So this just happened this morning. 200 trucks loaded with humanitarian aid, cooking gas, and fuel. Oh, boy. Entered the Gaza Strip during this humanitarian pause. So that those those things, the overwhelming majority of it, will go to Hamas. Mm-hmm. They will use it to, at the very least, stalemate this operation that's going on. And at the very worst, they will use that stuff, and probably a mixture of both, to continue to enact terrorism uh, as we saw, whatever that's been now, a month a month or so ago. Okay, so here's Joe Biden. He's talking about the four-year-old Israeli-American hostage, Abigail, that was released. To make sure Israel and Palestinians alike live in equal measure of freedom and dignity, we'll not give up on working toward that goal. So thank you very much. But thank God she's home. The little, I just can't imagine the enjoyment and the... I, I just, I wish I were there to hold her. Mr. President, do you have an update on the other Americans who are being held and any sense as to when they would be released? 
we are hopeful, but I don't have anything firmly to tell you. Know, maybe it'll be tomorrow. Maybe it'll be the next day. We don't even know how many are alive, Casey. So, yeah. you know, we'll get to that when we get to it. And why would he say, I, I, I get the sentiment, but he said he wants to be there to hold her. Why does he have to be creepy? <laughs> he also sounds very weak in moments like this, right? Like, like that expression, you are a world leader yes you're part of the deal of being the commander in chief is also you're the comforter in chief in times of national tragedy etc but he, there's a ways you could say the things that he said mm-hmm. and he just always sounds so subservient he sounds so weak it's like he's not because he's not but he's not in control we're not in control of the situation the u.s should always be in the control of any military situation given the amount of money and resources we spend on our military and intelligence gathering etc there's no excuse for us not being on top of of a situation like this and they don't even they still don't even know unless they've clarified here in the past 24 hours and i missed it how many how many people yeah and what condition they're in no they haven't clarified that so the representative from ohio mike turner he was on meet the press and he said that the word hostage barely describes what these people have been through and then he was asked if biden deserves credit credit for the temporary pause I think people would expect nothing less, and, and certainly it appears that the administration has stepped up for that. So do you uh, give him some important. credit? Uh, absolutely. I think what's curious, though, is that this is a, f- a period that's fraught with peril for them to be so quick to to claim credit for a deal that we, we don't know what's going to, to come out of this. I just think it's very dangerous. Yeah, a little premature to be taking credit for something that's not over. Yeah, what's the strategy? What is the strategy to prevent this from happening again mm-hmm. because every time we go through this this thing happens again so if your strategy is simply well let's get these people out of there then how do you ensure that in two weeks or two months we're not right back here again the u.s just never learns its lesson which is to butt out of other people's business and we will deal with whoever wins this conflict and stop telling other people what to do stop spending the sending both you're playing both sides mm-hmm. by sending money to both sides you're playing both sides pick a team pick a side pick a winner or stay out of it all together. Either way, fine, whatever. But stop this middle-of-the-road stuff where you just keep making the problem simply unsolvable. We've had this exact conversation in regards to Ukraine. What is the exit strategy yep. and what does success look like? If you have one of those, though, Casey, you can't continue to indefinitely send military aid, spend billions of dollars, because if you define a mission, right? I mean, the same thing they did in Iraq. Mm-hmm. Hey, mission accomplished, and seven years later, we're still over there. Hey, wait a second. I thought mission was accomplished. They won't do that because if they tell you what success is or if they tell you what failure is, then they will be held to account, or it's easier to hold them to account, which means that they that they have to eventually get out of the place in question. And then you'd have to put a stop to the military-industrial complex, and we can't have that. Okay, so one more thing. He, uh, President Biden said aid to Israel with conditions was, quote, a worthwhile thought. And Jake Sullivan, you know this guy. Oh, yeah. He's a uh, White House spokesperson. He was on Meet the Press, and he was asked the question on whether there will be restrictions on aid to Israel. And you know what he said? What? 
Well, he completely dodged it. <laughs> I thought the president really couldn't have been clearer when he answered the question. He acknowledged the idea, and then he said, uh, "But the way that I have conducted yeah. our diplomacy is what is actually producing results. That's what he's done so far, and that's what he's going to do." Is he open to it? Again, he is going to continue to focus on what is going to generate results. And as he said in the press conference quite clearly, and as you can see from the fact that for the last two days we've seen hostages released, the approach that he is taking, direct presidential diplomacy behind closed doors with the Israelis and with our Arab partners, that's what's generating the kinds of results that we're seeing right now. That's the course that he's on. Okay, so she asked him flat out, is he open to it? Is that what we're going to do? Well, he's going to continue to focus. Isn't it amazing you can't get a clear answer? Well, I mean, you can't you can't get a clear answer from anyone on anything. Will uh after the train crash, will Biden go to Ohio? Yeah, maybe. Uh on Ukraine, what is success? Yeah, I don't know. We'll get back to you. I, just you <laughs> never can get a clear answer from any of these people. Casey. Yeah. Uh Right before Thanksgiving mm-hmm. Day, yeah. Todd Rokita, you know him. He's the attorney general. I've heard of him. Um, he went on a WIBC show, and he's done this multiple times now, where he's far too gutless to come on our show. Uh, and, and you you invited him I did. I was very nice. Yeah, I had expended a, a bit of a peace offering, because, of course, he's got that on-demand abortion advocate, Destiny Wells, who's running against him. And I mm-hmm. remember we had Micah on mm-hmm. on Tuesday, and I yep. said, hey, you and Rokita are, are amigos. Mm-hmm. You tell Rokita if he's willing to march his backside in here. We'll try to work through some differences and then maybe we can all part friends and we'll see, you know, going forward how it's going to work out. Because, you know, again, he's running against that complete pro-abortion maniac, Destiny Wells. And basically the next day he came on. He didn't no response to I know. And I know Micah told his people that he should should do that. I talked to Micah and he did indeed tell them uh, he didn't doesn't no reach out to us. know anything about coming on here and know anything about manning up and let's, you know, because. I don't know. Maybe some people say nobody's listening. The scientific data shows tens of thousands of people are listening. You know, who, who knows? He's actually right in this equation here. But nothing about him coming on here. But he did go on another WIBC show. And, well, once again, he got awfully mouthy. He got awfully mouthy about <laughs> us. He's a big, tough guy when we're not in the room, Casey. Mm-hmm. He was talking about us, wasn't he? Oh, boy. So should we talk about him? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Hi, Todd. <laughs> it's coming up from 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. 18 minutes after 10, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. I saw a meme over the weekend that Gavin Newsom looks like one of the guys from Beavis and Butthead. I don't know if it's Beavis or Butthead, but it's the... It's, it's Butthead. Yeah, it is and Butthead. Joe, and Joe Biden is Beavis. It's Beavis. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> All right, Casey. I mm-hmm. just... I, I We've got to do this, and I'm just I'm always amazed and yet not amazed at all uh, that every time this guy opens his mouth, it's we got to talk about Todd Rokita, the Attorney General. Okay. All right. So, um, and it, look, it's flattering that Todd listens and he obsessed listens because that's the only <laughs> way he would know some of these things that he's talking about if, if indeed he does uh, is listening. So, uh, Todd, we we're very ex- just like Todd Young. Remember when Igor, the mm-hmm. evil, awful assistant to Todd Young, told me you know he knew specific things we were talking about. We're we're very glad to have you in the audience, and we're very thrilled that you 
Because, <laughs> like, you know, attorney general, it's a very powerful position that he would just take time out of his and listen all the time because mm-hmm. he's you know, always mentioning things that we say on the show. Isn't, isn't he the top uh, law, well, law enforcement officer? Yes. Top he's, law enforcement officer in the great state of Indiana with a staff of oh, 300 plus. Oh, yeah. Big staff. Lots of people. Bi- so busy guy. Yeah, and there's he's, a lot of responsibility. A lot of people to look after. We're the center part of his day, apparently. Okay. All right. So here's what I've always said about <laughs> Todd Rokita, because there was a time where Rokita, and I don't know if you'd call us friends, but, you know, we uh, got along fine, and I introduced him at, a, I think, a couple of events, and he said some nice things about me. And then uh, Todd Rokita, I like a lot of his politics. I agree with a lot of how he politically views the world and the government. And when Todd Rokita was a secretary of state, he did a very nice job. Voter ID was his signature thing. Did a good job. He was an okay congressman, no accomplishments, but who actually has an accomplishment in the in the Congress? He was fine. He wasn't overly offensive in one way or another. But then he decided to run for United States Senate and and power the quest for power. I don't think it does weird things to people. I think it brings out who you really are. And that dude and longtime WIBC listeners will remember we covered this in real time about just the bizarre behavior of Todd Rokita in that U.S. Senate race. We don't have time to go into all of it here. We've done it many times on this show. The guy behaved like a complete buffoon and an embarrassment. And I don't care if I like your politics or not. I'm not going to let you behave like an utter buffoon as somebody wants to be one of the 100 most powerful people in the country and go, ah, it's fine. I like his politics. His behavior is totally egregious and pathetic, but it's fine. So, Todd is what we call an office hopper. He can't just like get a real job and and be productive in society. So that's yeah. why he went from Secretary of State to Congress. And then he tried to go to Senate. And then after he got his ass handed to him by Mike Braun, he couldn't just go away. He had to find a new grift to be a part of. And that was to be Attorney General. And we said at the time, Todd Rokita should not be the Attorney General. It's one thing to be a senator or a congressman. The Attorney General, you actually have to have skill in terms of the law because that's what you do is enforce and uphold the law. And while Todd Rokita has a law license, which is the requirement to be attorney general in Indiana. He had no, to our knowledge, and I've never seen otherwise, courtroom experience. It, you know, he hadn't been trying cases. He simply had a, he wasn't appearing in courts of law. He'd, he'd been a congressman and a secretary of state. He, he had no background in this whatsoever. And I said, he will be really bad at this job. And based on the fact that he had so little self-control, that was the big thing for me. Rokita has so little self-control that I knew he was going to do things to embarrass himself and the state, which is why, mm-hmm. da 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 mm-hmm. a couple years on the job, Casey, he's yeah. once again, getting, you know, he's getting reprimanded, yep. uh, multiple reprimands uh, related to multiple issues by uh, the disciplinary commission over the fact that what? He went on Fox News yes. and was commenting about the abortion that was performed on that 10-year-old girl Absolutely. from Ohio. And whatever Rokita wanted to do in terms of pursuing justice with that doctor was mm-hmm. fine. No argument there. But it is a total need to be in the spotlight. And he to- inserted himself. Exactly. It was totally unprofessional for someone in a position of authority to be doing what he did. And any person 
who you would want as your attorney general. If we're going to be mad at Letitia James in New York for the way she's treating Trump, and we're going to be mad about Fannie, what you talking about, Willis in Georgia for the way she's <laughs> treating Trump and their mm-hmm. unprofessional behavior, mm-hmm. then we have to do it with Todd Rokita. And he took something very serious and he gummed it all up and probably didn't get the justice he should have because of his own need to be in the spotlight and his own lack of self-control. All right. I took a thing that we could spend 15 hours on and I tried to do it in about five minutes. Did I give a pretty good background on that? All right. One other thing before we play this clip of Todd getting mouthy, cowardly Todd getting mouthy at us on WIBC the other night is I talked about Todd Rokita and what I said he should involve himself in the Delphi case. Let me be specific you know, the politicians is let me be clear. Let me be specific of what I'm talking about. Yeah. I am not sure exactly what Todd Rokita could do at this stage of the Delphi investigation. However, he has inserted himself already based on, and you can see these legal filings for yourself, him saying he will not represent the judge in the case. What I said was Todd Rokita is the chief law enforcement officer for the state of Indiana. Yep. You have very serious allegations made by Allen's attorneys in that Frank's motion about law enforcement basically accusing themselves of of perjury essentially then you have this judge making outlandish claims an out-of-town judge from fort wayne the attorneys for allen who were dismissed from the case saying they didn't want to be dismissed from the case there is all again we could be here for 15 hours talking about the chaos of the delphi case the chief law enforcement officer of the state of indiana who has time to investigate tiktok and facebook has a vested interest in knowing what the hell's going on in the court system in the legal system that involves law enforcement and judges in the state of indiana he has 300 plus attorneys at his disposal he has a vested interest the public has a vested interest in knowing and so he has a vested interest of getting off his ass and And using the power of his offer to find out what's going on i'm not sure that he should be throwing people in prison or waterboarding people or anything else but he has the ability to tell us what the hell's going on does that sound radical or extreme or totally outside the mainstream, Casey? No. Okay, thank you. The last you. time he spoke about that case was in February of this year. He said, like the rest of Hoosier land, I'm riveted to this trial. Okay, so boom, you yourself have admitted you're very interested in what's Engage. going on. As you should be. Engage. Because it appears there are serious shenanigans going mm-hmm. on in the legal system, in the law enforcement system, based on the allegations that have been made by these attorneys and now the actions of this judge. It is not this crazy, crazy thing that by me saying Todd Rokita and the state of Indiana have a vested interest in knowing what's going on. But he couldn't help himself, right, Casey? Couldn't help it. So he went on Tony Kennett's show tony kennett has the kennett cast or whatever he's calling it mm-hmm. uh 7 to 8 p.m on wibc and despite the fact that we offered him multiple times very publicly clearly he listens you're about to find that out to come on this show he said hey you got a complete lunatic running against you in destiny wells maybe you and i have a vested interest in burying the hatchet but we ain't going to do it behind closed doors we're going to do it out here for right. everyone to hear it be transparent you've been, in, you've been in rooms with me multiple times and walked right past me and haven't said boo-hoo to me but he has this weird obsession of coming on other people's radio shows on this station and just talk 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 talking about me mm-hmm. all right do we want to get into a little bit of this yeah so they discuss if the attorney general position is a political position. Right. Yeah. And uh, 
uh, Todd Rokita saying that he agrees with oh with us many of the things that we okay, say. Very good on the now, air. You'll you'll notice he never names me by name, but when you hear the things he's talking about, we are the only people on this radio station <laughs> talking about these. Tony's not talking about it. Hammer and Nigel's not talking about right. it. Ethan's uh, he's talking about us. Mm-hmm. He is talking about us, but he will never say our names. Go. In all seriousness, I think that you actually have a, a series of receipts to deliver for your job. And although you get you get a lot of garbage, you say, well, you know, he's he's out here being, you know, he's treating the attorney general's job like it's a political job, which, you know, there's a lot of argument as to whether that should or shouldn't be the, the, the case. Mm-hmm. Again, as long as I see the receipts coming, I'll continue to support you. And as long right. as I see the receipts coming from any governor or attorney general or congressman or senator or whatever, I will uh, state senator, then I will continue to support that individual. Give me the good administration and I'll support the campaign. And that's kind of where I'm coming no, no. And that's fair. And that's because you're an honest broker and you're a deliverer of news and fact. And and there's some there that I mean, I, and hey, there's some politically over there uh, that we were met were alluding to where I agree on all their issues. I'm like, scratch my head and I go. What? I, I'm in the same position they are. And I think it just it either comes down to a personality thing or, uh, and what I don't tolerate, uh, whether it's news and it's most of the news, is, is lying. And there's stuff that is completely fabricated, completely made up. It's even beyond, I can't even say it's set out of ignorance. I mean, there's some grace in that. But when you maliciously and intentionally make things up and then spread it over the news, oh. you misinform your own audience you're, because oh. the truth will always come out and, and eventually. And, and you're going to look dumb in front of uh, thousands oh. of, of listeners who thought you knew what you were talking about. Sure. But you're just completely wrong oh. on uh, on how the government works oh. or how the system uh, huh. handles a specific issue or the role of a court system like then buck up, Todd. First of all, say my name. Rob Kendall's wrong. And then why don't you man up, bring your ass in here, and let's have a conversation about it. I've The offer has been extended. Mm-hmm. And he's so tough with Tony Kennett. Mm-hmm. He's such a Billy badass when he's on Hammer and Nigel making snide comments about me. Why don't you man up? Come in here and let's talk about it for everyone to hear. If I'm so wrong, if I know nothing about government... If I know nothing about how the system works, Todd, we know there's nothing more that you'd like than to make me look foolish in front of tens of thousands of people. But yet you'll come on everybody else's show mm-hmm. and be a real tough guy, but you won't come in here. Okay, he continues. Oh, do there's you, more? Do you want to hear a little uh, bit yeah, more? Yeah, let's do it. Kurt, Kurt, may we have just one minute before we get the news to you? Oh, perfect. Great. Yes. Okay, very good. What's next? I heard the other day that that some clowns you work with wanted to blame me oh. for the Delphi murder situation <laughs> and the justice and, and the process that's going on there and that judge. And it's so dumb to, to even think that because it's the Supreme Court and specifically the Chief Justice of the Indiana Supreme Court that runs our judiciary branch. That, that, that has that authority. And it's the people of the particular county that elect the prosecutor. The attorney general has no role in the Delphi murder case, except where we are defending the Department of Corrections on a few motions or something like that. Okay, first of all, the and I've talked to multiple people in the legal system, Rokita's wording in these filings is beyond nonsensical, the way he wrote things and the fact that he waited to the last minute to file things. We don't have time to get into that. Todd, 
We didn't blame you for Delphi. Nobody believes you were the guy on the hill. Mm. Nobody's saying that it's your fault that the behavior of these people, whether it's that sheriff or this judge, is your fault. What we are saying is you have a vested interest on behalf of 7 million people on a case that is embarrassing the state of Indiana, not just across the country, but all over the world, of using the investigative powers of your office. And even if you don't care about being a worldwide embarrassment, which clearly you don't based on your behavior on Fox News, we know that you waved bye-bye to that a long time ago. Even if you don't care about that, for those little girls... Mm-hmm. And their families who have been tortured, Todd. Since 2017, this has been dragging on. He inserted himself in other areas. Why not this? Yeah, absolutely. And do it here, Todd. The invitation stands, but I guarantee you, Casey, Mm -hmm. Todd Rokita is never going to come in here. He's never going to man up. He's never going to answer the questions. It's 1031. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present Voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. If you'd like to contribute with our voicemails, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Got a couple of really good phone calls today and uh, a couple stories on a few of them, which I thought were really fun. Um, And this first one was somebody uh, explaining their shopping experience that happened to them with a warning. So somebody was uh, shopping over the weekend and had a little checkout situation when they were leaving and uh, wanted to just warn everybody to be aware so that this doesn't happen to them. You won't believe this. I still, I go to check out at Sam's Club self-checkout and put my Sam's Club MasterCard in the scanner to identify myself. But the machine didn't beep and ask me to remove my card and scan my items. Instead, it called me by someone else's name and said payment accepted and how would I like my receipt? I just paid for someone else's 65-inch TV with an extended warranty. I looked at the exit to see if the man was leaving with a TV I just bought. He was telling the worker he did not have the receipt, and they were scanning the TV to see if it had been paid for. Luckily, I caught the eye of the woman in charge of the self-checkout, and she ran over there once I showed her the receipt, what was going on, and they stopped him from a scam. I thought I'd share that with you. I had to go to customer service, and and they're going to give me a refund on my Sam's Club MasterCard, but it won't come for 14 days. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> Be aware that there's all kinds of creeps out there doing this kind of crap. Uh, have a good day. This is why, Casey, whenever I get gas, mm-hmm. I always look to make sure that when I am done pumping my gas, mm-hmm. the screen has flipped itself back over and is back to, would you, you know, welcome to yep. Shell or Speedway or mm-hmm. wherever it is. That way I know it has reset itself. So I, I will do not the be, same thing. Oh, God, that yeah. makes me feel so much better. Yeah, I do the same thing, not only when I pump gas, but when I leave a self-checkout. A lot of uh, retailers saying that they're starting to get away from the self-checkout, actually. I think it's harder to police, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it would, you could, the theory makes sense, right? Okay, so I've got, uh, instead of having to pay workers 
you basically turn the people into the workers, which is really a brilliant thing. I was actually listening to a podcast the other day, and the and the host was talking about how much he hates the self checkout because he said, "I am paying to have this done for me. Now I'm doing the work that mm-hmm. I'm paying others to do." And I thought, oh, I never thought it about like that. But the theory would be, okay, so now you can have one or two workers to do the job that would have previously taken seven or eight workers. Yep. However, there has to be a greater rate of fraud Theft. and abuse of the system, right? Yeah, yeah, I, w- I would think so. Or just sometimes just an actual mistake. Sure, and I'm sure every person has done this accidentally where, you know, you left a, you put water Something under your- Something on the bottom yeah, of the cart. Or your dog food or whatever, yeah. or it, the thing didn't scan correctly or whatever. Are you a fan of the self-checkout? Uh, I, I'm 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 fine. I worked at a grocery store in high school, so I'm. Uh, the dude is a huge fan of it because he's quick, and he he likes that he can just get in and boop, 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 and and be done and leave. You can. My only thing that gets me is if you got alcohol, which is basically like every, right. Because then trip somebody's got to come over. It's going to come over. Of course it is. And somebody's got to come over and check your ID. So Black Friday shoppers they smashed all time sales records after buying nine point eight billion dollars worth of bargains online that surprised me because i saw a lot of people saying how dead the stores were yeah. and there was nobody out shopping there were no fights or anything and how uh black friday's over with but there was uh, nearly an eight percent jump mostly internet shopping so oh. that could explain why a lot of the stores were not so busy 54 percent of people use their phones to buy on Black Friday rather than in person. I, I think I can say this. I don't think I've ever bought something off of my phone. Really? Never? No. How do you Amazon? <laughs> oh. How do I Amazon? That's what? right. Oh, Casey, you and your drugs. You don't. You don't. Okay, another phone call. Uh, somebody wanted to share with us a story about their dad and um, being the same age as Joe Biden, and she can relate to possibly what's going on with him. Hi, Casey, Rob, and Kevin. Hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I had a few things I wanted to share. My father-in-law is the same age as Joe Biden. Their birthdays are just actually a few days apart. Last month, my father-in-law fell, broke his hip, had surgery, and then moved to a skilled nursing center. Over the past week, we had to move him to a center closer to us just so we could get daily eyes on him. My father-in-law, in his day, owned the company. He was a CFO. He has a master's in accounting, and numbers have always been his thing. During a conversation yesterday, the nurse asked him if he had lost weight since he fell. He told her he had lost 62 pounds in two weeks. We know that didn't happen, so I asked if he meant two pounds. He was convinced and actually got upset with me that I did not believe that he had lost 62 pounds in a few days. After we stepped out, the nurse explained to me that environmental changes are really hard on the elderly. And because he went from a hospital to a care center and then another care center, his brain is probably still trying to process all of those transitions. So it got me thinking about Biden and the fact that he does not travel. I am sure part of that or part of his being in Delaware the majority of the time is that he can't wrap his head around environmental transitions. If he was to travel like a president should be doing, he probably would make less sense than he currently does. And they can't risk that. On another note, a broken hip on an 81-year-old man ages them very quickly. It's a bit shocking. 
put Biden in comfortable shoes, shorten his distance of walking and keep him in a bubble so that he doesn't fall. Because if he does and he actually breaks something, they may not be able to hide those cognitive changes he may suffer from. So just thought I'd share. Have a great day. Thanks for doing what you do. God bless all of you. Yeah, Bye-bye. She's got a great point. Oh, that's Not really only that, but the recovery time. That's really interesting. Of a broken hip. Yeah. When you're elderly like that. Yeah. Um, okay, one last phone call about uh, your time off coming up in December, Rob. Hey, Casey. If you're looking for someone to fill in on one of the days that Rob is AWOL, well, <laughs> maybe he will have leave. <laughs> but... Hey, I suggest you consider Guy Rolford, the gun guy. I'm listening to him today instead of Tony, and I like what I hear. Um, Okay, so Guy and I have worked together in the past. He has filled in in the past, but the thing is... Guy's going to be filling in with Hammer and Nigel oh, a lot yeah. because one of those guys will be gone. I vote for uh, your husband. You think? Oh yes, I think that. I, I <laughs> Bring know him you in here. I know you don't vote for your husband, but <laughs> no, I vote for your husband. I vote for him, of course I do. <laughs> um, I, actually, I think he probably is going to be in oh, here a few how days exciting. with me. Let me let me be as clear as I uh, specific as I can be about this, Casey. Okay. I actually don't care at all. <laughs> You're just you're gonna do your own thing and not worry about it. So one of the things that's interesting about getting older, and I'm sure you found this, is how you are. I was terrible at this until about two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. Is your ability to compartmentalize things and let go. And it used to be when I didn't work, I would get super weird about mm-hmm. like not being like I would get physically uncomfortable mm-hmm. not being at work. And as I've gotten older, and obviously I now have a child and. Um, other responsibilities that I I believe you'll do a fabulous job and if you need me for something let me know but it's someone else's problem we've got Hammer who's going to join us next it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC 10 minutes away from 11 it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC Hammer joins us in the studio you guys have an event coming up Lucky this sounds like so much fun can I come Please. Cool. We'd love to have you there. Um, it is the Red, White, and Bowl mm-hmm. presented by Jack Daniels. Oh, how exciting. exciting. There you uh, go. So this is a, an event that Nige and I are doing at Woodland Bowl. It's coming up in January. I believe January 12th is the date. Mm-hmm. And we're raising money to help some veterans out. There's this amazing organization um, called Bowl to Veterans Link where Bowling is one of the things they do to help out some of the brave men and women who have had a hard time uh, serving our country. Kind of helps them calm down, gives them a sense of camaraderie when they get back together and you know bowl with a team and some buddies. So we're raising money to help this organization. And from what I was told this morning, this may sell out this week. Oh, so if you want to uh, be part of this awesome event, we're going to raise money for some veterans, but also we have a pizza buffet. Yeah. We have drinks from Jack Daniels. Mm-hmm. It's beer sample Friday oh. that day. You get three hours of bowling for the low, low price of either $75 a person, or you can get a team of six together and have a dedicated lane. So get your team together, but go to WIBC.com, the events section, or the Hammer and Nigel Show social media. Get your tickets now, because we believe this will sell out this week. I might just uh, get a ticket, because I think I could drink $75 worth of booze and get my money back that Mm -hmm. way. Well, that's what somebody said on one of the YouTube chats. It's like, 
did you say pizza buffet? Like, have you seen the price of pizza? I'm going to get my money's worth yeah, that night. The bowling will be free. what you're doing? Absolutely. So there's also prizes, but honestly, bowling with you guys is just fun enough. Oh, man, we're going to have a good time. Again, when Beer Sample Friday meets Jack Daniels, mm-hmm. it's like that scene in Commando where Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, I believe it's Carl Weathers have that awesome locking arms high five. Okay, so this event is Friday, January 12th from 6 until 9, so get your tickets now if you want to go. And I believe we're going to do our show live oh. out there that day. So if you want to pre-party, mm-hmm. if you want to tailgate pre-game. a little bit with us, pre-game yeah. with us, How exciting. Uh, we're going to do it up and we're going to have a good time, raise some money. So it could be like six straight hours of drinking. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> it is Beer Sample Friday and it's mm-hmm. presented by Jack Daniels. Very do good. we have to bring our own balls? Well, <laughs> it'd be a first for Rob, but uh, uh, they will have plenty of uh, balls available if you do not have your own. Okay, fantastic. Uh, what do you, you got something new starting on the show today. What are we doing? So you know how the NBA is doing this in-season tournament? I don't like it. I think it's kind of fun, actually. It makes these regular season games actually matter a little bit. I don't like the courts. The courts are very distracting. So you don't like the concept of a tournament because of the court? Yeah, it's very distracting. Like I said, you don't have any balls. So (laughs) I don't understand the rules. It's the rules of basketball. You're just playing random people now. There's a schedule, but that might not be the schedule, and your schedule could change based on if you win this game or not. It's the regular season! But they're trying to make the regular season fun because there's 82 games, right? Play some defense! How about that? That might make it fun! could but <laughs> i like their in-season tournament thing i think it's kind of fun when jordan and pippen and and isaiah and larry and magic was anybody like we got to make the regular season more entertaining not enough people are entertained in the regular season no because if you went down the middle in those days you were going to die via clothesline from carl malone or patrick ewing or hakeem olajuwon bring back the defense but that's not going to happen. Your old man yelling at a cloud right now. <laughs> I think Bill Russell needs to be activated. Well, that's not going to happen, moron. So <laughs> what's going to happen, though, is that if the Pacers win this in-season tournament f- game coming up in December, they go to Vegas. And quite honestly, I'm just looking for a reason to go to Vegas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if they advance to Vegas, hot damn, I'm there. But to piggyback off of the success that the league is having with this, TV numbers seem to be up. We thought, let's do our own version. So starting this afternoon at around 4.48, in-season tournament for Biden Madness. Fantastic. The caveat is it's Biden versus Kamala. It's a very small field. This isn't the big field that we do in March where it takes up the entire month. This is a small field. Mm -hmm. The two previous winners of Biden Madness, which are You Know the Thing and Happy Birthday Velvet, will be taking on Uh some of the biggest gaps that Kamala has Are we going to be unburdened by what has been? Unburdened is in the field. Is Venn Diagram in there? I've never been to Europe is in the field. (laughs) I'd like to point out this show carried Happy birthday Valvet mm-hmm. to victory mm-hmm. this past spring mm-hmm. so we've got to step up once again and yeah. carry Valvet to the <laughs> in tournament uh in-season tournament Biden madness you're already victory. gonna pick Valvet I feel like we need to hear the other how can it get first? any better Casey than a guy forgetting some woman's name and he's so disingenuous mm. that he just makes up a random name and he came up with Valvet and he trails off as he's saying it because a president trying to recite the Declaration of Independence, the literal reason why he has a job, Mm -hmm. and goes, you know the thing, is pretty strong, too. Uh, Anything else we need to know about today? Buy tickets for our event. Help some people out. Let's sell this bad boy out. Sounds good. Thank you, Hammer. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.